Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is the hardest rule of the road for you to follow? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. What's the hardest rule of the road for you to follow? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking, Colleen? Okay, so I am doing that great rite of passage. Oh, gosh. And teaching my eldest to drive. Yes. And yesterday we were working on parallel parking. Oof. And I love parallel parking. Uh, and I was trying to impart that love to him. Yeah, you have a special place for it's that in your heart. my talent. <laughs> and I said... Listen, you might get really frustrated with this, but there are really people who don't parallel park like they choose not to because they don't feel comfortable with it. And so that was one thing. Also, can we just talk about how many things when you're getting ready for the driver's test you have to do that you end up not doing later? Yeah, when you're driving most most education, honestly, I did not tell him that. But things like coming to well, you kind of you kind of once in a while, but rarely. When you stop, you have to come to a very complete and in, in total stop because yeah. they will dock you points. Yeah. If you cut a lane, you're it's an instant fail. If you go, I think there's like a certain num- number above the speed limit, bye, no license for you. So we're really trying to get this thing on the first shot. So we're practicing everything by the book. But it made me think of all the ways I cut corners when I drive. And I was curious what other people just kind of like it's the hardest rule of the road for them to follow. 651-641-1071. We've got Katie on the line. Let's Hi, go to Katie. Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi, Katie. What's the hardest rule of the road for you to follow? Uh, not flipping people off when they irritate me. Oh, yeah, honey. Don't do that. <laughs> That's right. a rule of the road. <laughs> That's a new rule of the road. Well, well, you know, because you don't know how they're going to react. That's I'm more worried about your safety, Katie. I'm a very offensive, fast driver when I have to be. Mm. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I've been in front of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Uh, Katie, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're not able to flip people off. But anymore. I'm glad you're not because I'm glad you have that instinct. Cause I will say I used to have that behavior, not the, the flipping off, but the like just aggression. And I just feel like we can't afford to have that anymore on the road. All right. <laughs> Thank, Katie, thank you for convinced. your call. Katie's like, I don't really want to follow it's not that. Not a rule. good tendency. I mean, my partner used to say things to me all the time, like, "You can't do that." 
Like I would stare people down or give people the stank eye um, because you don't know that they're not going to pull out a machete Mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, a whale gun. Yeah. And harpoon you. A guy got harpooned. Um, that no joke that happened like way oh god probably 20 years ago now some guy stopped his car the other guy got out pulled a um, harpoon or like a dart gun or some kind of like something sharp that her, weapon her that you wouldn't normally expect out of a trunk and uh, killed a priest I think I think the guy was a priest anyway I'm just saying don't take any chances listen you could have just made up that entire story and I would believe every word of it yeah, well especially in this day and age worse absolutely frankly. absolutely six five one six four one one oh seven one what's the hardest rule of the road for you to follow Bradley trainer I you know if I'm gonna be quite honest with you um, I had to learn some lessons around distracted driving like some boundaries or barriers. Mm-hmm. I, phone is not my issue, but even looking at my um, my display and futzing with my display mm-hmm. while I'm driving, I've had to, because I took a curb once and I was like, okay, you took a curb. Thank God mm-hmm. it was just a curb. Let's be a little more careful. And not grandma. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> grandma <laughs> on the curb. Yep. Um, that as well as I do, if I'm being quite honest, in neighborhoods, in my neighborhood, okay, really on 35th as I'm heading off the freeway back to my neighborhood, um, coming to a complete stop. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, there's the thousand stop signs. Yeah, it's super irritating. And I'm like, I can see if anybody's coming, we're good. Yeah. But that's not a good behavior to get in because you will get caught by that behavior because you'll make an the assumption. One on a thousandth chance. And actually, this is what's corrected me of this behavior more than anything i have seen two now two rollover um accidents where people sped through um, it's not like i was speeding through intersections let's be clear Mm -hmm. but i've seen that happen in my neighborhood and it just reminds me to be extra cautious when i'm going through intersections now the other thing that scares me in intersections is like a biker coming out of nowhere right so like you know you got to have that head on swivel Mm -hmm. uh 651-641-1071 what's the hardest rule of the road for you to follow for me it's the newly posted 20 mile per hour signs on the parkway. Oh, anybody do that? I, I mean, like people aren't doing that. They're not. Number Evidence one, because sometimes I am grandma Magoo on on the uh, parkway. It's so pretty. Because it is. It's like I want to take the slow way to work. And you got somebody on your fanny and mm-hmm. you're like, hey, go around me. It's usually me. Although don't <laughs> because I don't think you can pass. But Yes. Yeah, Yeah. that's hard. It definitely is because it used to be 25. And so think about that. I was going five miles per hour. 20 miles an hour is unrealistic. I'm sorry. Like, I know that you're supposed to. I know people who can walk that fast. You can get used to that. But 20. Well, when it was 25, I was driving 30. Let's just. Which is why it's 20. And now it's 20. And I'm definitely still driving 30. Or 30. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's a hard adjustment to make. And when you actually drive 20, you're like. Why am I going backwards? If you haven't changed the way you drive since 2020, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Well, because they're trying to change it for you. Uh, Amanda's on the line. Let's go to Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Amanda, what's the hardest rule of the road for you to follow? So it's actually for my mom. And she absolutely doesn't like to use her blinkers. What? Okay. You, you, mm mm-mm. How do you how do you address that when you're in the vehicle with her? In all honesty, I just yell at her and be like, "Mom, use your blinker." Like, cause 
she has, she honestly doesn't get honked at as much as I thought she would. Mm. But there are times when, like, if it's um, heavy in traffic or something, um, she's like, oh, like, why aren't they letting me in? And I'm like, well, use your blinker. Know. If yeah, you used you your blinker, there wouldn't be a problem. So wait a minute. What does she say? Like, does she have a reason why she doesn't like to use her blinker? Or what's the deal? And honestly, like, I don't think there is really a reason. She just doesn't like to use it. She doesn't seem like, if there's like, oh, like, I really don't get why she doesn't use it in heavy traffic, but if there's definitely, like, no one behind her or something, she doesn't use it. She just, I think she's gotten so used to not using it, she doesn't use it anymore. It's Amanda, weird. I, I, I don't hope that your mother gets pulled over, but if she did get pulled over, I would love yes. to hear, oh, really? I would love to hear the cop's yeah. reaction to her saying, I don't like to use the blinker. <laughs> She's gotten pulled over, I think, at least once or twice for that reason. Oh, my gosh. And they've just let her be. And because most like, she'll go out in the morning, like, really early when there's just one there. And she's gotten pulled over. And there's, like, why weren't you using your... I don't think she even, like, they asked her. But she's like, you they, you know you weren't using your computer. She's like, yeah. And there's, like, well, next time use it. Ah! Well, it sounds like that's yeah. worked. That's <laughs> a habit, you. and she needs Thank to get you. with it. Otherwise, it'll never happen. Oh, gosh. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. I will tell you, I'm an over-blinker user, uh, and my son has picked that up. Like, the first time he drove, he was going around a curve, and he was like, do I need to signal here? And I'm like, no. No. Oh, you mean like like there's... You, the you road can was only, curving. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's the only... You don't have to tell people you're yeah. turning. Just Because we're all turning. Everybody's yeah. doing it. But, you know, I said, but I did say to him, when in doubt, use your blinker. That's how, that's where I go with that. Well, and on newer cars, it's easier. You give it a little tap and it'll blink, blink, blink. Mm -hmm. Like if you're just getting off on a exit or whatever, you know, so you don't have to like turn it on and then sit there. It's a lot of work. Turn it off. (laughs) Just tap, tap. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together regarding Kanye West. Something's going on. It's interesting. We're going to try to get to the bottom of it after this on My Talk 1071. What is going on with Kanye West? That's the question on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, when it comes to this story regarding Kanye West, we should probably get the Cobra gang together. Yeah. Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra gang. If you've got the Is he or isn't he trying to sell his music, music, his music catalog? That is, he says no, but wait, there's more. Okay, so I saw this story yesterday and it was from originally the T, the M and the Z, but there's also a piece over in uh, the Daily Mail. Now, the headline at the time was Kanye West. Uh, well, actually, they've changed the headline, of course, because that's what they do. But they were implying that Kanye wanted to sell his music catalog. To reap the rewards of running his, uh, you know, talent for decades. Like many artists, by the way, who've done this. Apparently, Billboard reports that he was aiming to get up to 35 times the value of his net publisher's share or gross profit. That's 
Wow, that is real music-y speak. Uh, Which adds up to a potential haul, as TMZ says, of $175 million. (sighs) Now, just for reference, or uh, your own uh, fine entertainment... It's apparently estimated that he gets paid around $5 million a year alone in just royalties out of a $13.25 million total and has 35% songwriting share on his first four albums, 20% share on the rest. So that was the original story that he, like many artists, including but not limited to all the other ones you wouldn't expect to, quote, sell out. People like Bob Dylan. <laughs> people like other people. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. It happens. Um, it's a thing. Yeah, it's become a thing of late, and it seemed like he was going to do that thing. But wait, there's more. And herein lies the mystery. At a uh, Yesterday morning, he posted on Insty saying, hold on a second. I'm not behind this sale, and I would like to make it clear I do not want this sale to happen. And then he did the thing that uh, will make you raise your eyebrow and probably giggle a little bit. He said the following words, just like Taylor Swift. My publishing is being put up for my sale without my knowledge. Mm. Not for sale. He said that on Insties because that's how celebrities communicate these days. So it seems like the initial story that he was trying to cash in is now that he's not trying to cash in. And allegedly, whoever owns the rights to his publishing, I don't know how the music business works. So I don't know who that is. Like if it's, you know, Sony BMG catalog where I send stamps once upon a time or whatever that thing is, right? Like, I don't know the entity that he's alleging is trying to steal his catalog out from under him or sell it out from under him. Um, That I don't have any information on. And that's why I wanted to get the Cobra gang together because in addition to the fact that it's kind of uh, funny, ha ha, that he's invoking the name of Taylor Swift. I just feel like that was a mistake. I mean, it's just like, Dude, like, don't put her name in your mouth. Just like Taylor Swift, they're trying to steal my art. Yeah, we haven't forgotten Kanye. You guys have a troubled past. Yeah, the two of you. Anyway, the thing that I find interesting is my understanding or my recollection, I should say, of when that happened to Taylor Swift, is it happened like literally right under her nose, and she didn't know it had happened when her masters were sold to Scooter Braun. Um, That happened. Like she didn't have the ability to consent or not consent to it because of however the contracts were laid out. I don't know anything about his own contracts, but what I do know is if it is just like Taylor Swift, his opinion about whether or not they're for sale is not relevant. Yeah. So it isn't just like Taylor Swift. Unless it is. In which case, he doesn't have any say in it. Yeah. Well, what's again, let's look at his actual words, because oftentimes we just bypass the words and kind of assume what people are saying. He says, just like Taylor Swift. So let's take him at his word. Okay. Just like Taylor Swift. So and then he goes on to say, my publishing is being put up for my sale without my knowledge. My publishing is being put up for my sale without my knowledge. Yeah. So let's assume that there's a little bit of a, like, maybe he just means my publishing is being put up for sale without Without, my knowledge. Which is what happened to, that is what happened to Taylor Swift. Well, but also I'd say you know it. Now you know. So it's with your knowledge, meaning 
Like, are you saying you didn't know or did you know that it was happening and now you're just like telling us that you're aware because TMZ reported on this story, right? Like, so TMZ Billboard uh, ultimately is the one who published this story and he's responding to that. Like, I did know, but I have no control. We need some clarifying information here, Kanye, because we don't, if you're saying it's just like Taylor Swift, then um, I honestly don't know what the arrangement is. But if you go back, that's what I don't understand, because, again, I don't know the business, but, like, it doesn't make sense if TMZ is telling us, for example, that he's getting a bunch of money in royalties out of those songs. How, how can somebody sell them? Because he probably doesn't have ownership of them and that perhaps. Well, how's he getting the con- paid then? Because it's a deal that you make with the record company. So he's currently signed to Def Jam, mm-hmm. which is a subsidiary of Universal Music Group. And in order for them to record and release your music, you sign away a percentage of the rights of those songs or your catalog to these big music conglomerates. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how he's arranged his kitchen, but oftentimes, you know, the house always wins. Yeah, and and in that case, when it comes to this, Kanye West can say they're not for sale, but that doesn't mean that they're not for sale. Yeah, so we don't know how much he actually controls any of that. What I will say is, Back in November of last year, there was a headline that he uh, that's arguing he left Jeff Def Jam Records. Then, yeah, his last album was self-released. So, yeah, there's a well, lot of stuff. Hey, there. just like Taylor Swift, you want to re-record all them other albums? Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is. G-Bag. And we're going to tell you all about them after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for them. That name is D Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Um, this is gonna be fun for us. Uh-oh. Adam Levine. I but mean, wait, there's more. No. It just keeps, I'm not going to say it, arriving. Because mm-hmm. it's just not appropriate. Mm. Um, as if this story wasn't already enough. Adam Levine allegedly asked a yoga teacher to get naked. As Paige Six okay, points he's out. he's really grossing what me a out. downward-facing dog. That's nasty. Okay. See what they That's did? Uh, a woman by the name of Alana Zabel, the fourth woman to speak out against Levine, took to her Instagram. Now, this is interesting, and there's also texts going around on the internet. Like, the internet is a buzz right now on some of the things that he has texted thirstily to ladies, which we can talk about. But let me tell you a little bit about this Alana lady. She took to her Instagram stories, because that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said the following hashtag, or not hashtag, quote, long overdue hashtag expose Adam Levine. She apparently worked for Adam from 2007 to 2010. And alleged that her rock star client, presumably in her role as a yoga teacher, yeah. right? He he actually has been a noted yogi. Well, yeah. He, among other things, mm-hmm. alleged she does that he told uh, his friends uh, that she, that is the yogini in this in this particular case, uh, Alana. Did I say Alana? Yeah, Alana Zabel. That she had the best girl in town, and it oh. was cute. Oh. One day he texted me saying, quote, I want to spend the day with you naked. 
Whoa. She alleged that the shocking message led to a physical altercation. Altercation. I don't know what that means with her then boyfriend. Oh, uh. that the two of them got into it. I was like, I wouldn't call an affair an altercation, but that's not what she's saying. Subsequently, there's sometimes there's wrestling involved. But she also <laughs> denied that he had any responsibility for the incident. Wait, what? So she's saying like an incident happened after, you know, he was sending her the, yeah. the text, but that it wasn't his fault. She, on the one hand, says she wants to expose him, but then apparently, according to page six backtracks, she says, quote, firstly, Adam's text was not wrong, in my opinion. Okay. Where he I, said he wants to get naked too with much her. going on here. Um, she then added, secondly, Adam was not responsible for my abusive ex-boyfriend or his actions. So she's saying that the altercation was not his responsibility. True. Violence is, right. you know, like I'm not, I wasn't there. I have a couple I have a couple ideas of why she might be doing this, but go on. But she goes on to say she did it because she was disappointed by his response. And we've actually seen this before, where a woman who had a similar situation happen with a person accused of this kind of behavior denies that it happened. Mm -hmm. And I think that in this case is what set her off. And here's the words she chose to use to explain this. Quote, when you look at the cause and effect that can this is such a yoga teacher's words Mm -hmm. you guys not to like paint with a broad brush however when you look at the cause and effect that came from adam's one text either flirtatious or missent we can see how cautious and mindful we should be with our actions and how they affect others okay which I'm like, maybe you should apply that to yourself. But like, I uh, this is not about the, you know the the woman in this case. Well, actually, it's about the victim in this case, Bahati Prinsloo, who got three kids. I mean, One of them almost real. had the name of his ex. Yeah, and she's by the way currently gestating. I like to point that out. Like she yeah. actually, the bun is literally yeah, in the oven. It. She is baking that, you know, little thing. little Adam Levine bun. Yeah, that was almost named Thumner. Oh. After the lady he affaired with. So I have a question about this. So you said it was in her Instagram stories. Did this happen over like a lengthy period of time? Or was this like a boom, boom, boom? Do you see what I mean? Uh, I'm well, I mean, I'm assuming it's within the last day because she uh, it's like she put something out there and then she walked it back weird. And it makes me wonder if she was not having the experience that so many women do when they when they are relative to, I, I want to say okay. relative nobodies to somebody like Aladdin, Aladdin, Adam Levine, where she's like, Hey, yeah, this happened to me. And then the internet will come for you. Well, that's kind of what happened. It yeah. seems like because she, she, I think told it in her stories. Right. And then she posts, by the way, she posts like a, a video of him doing the, yo- like they're all doing the yoga from uh, I guess years ago Mm -hmm. and in a post. So it was stories originally right now. There's the post. Well, I certainly never thought an Instagram story about a traumatic event 11 years ago would bring front page news coverage, Mm -hmm. nor was that my intention. This year has been about digging up old wounds and finally addressing them. Part of that has to do with something that happened a long time ago with Adam Levine during a time I taught yoga to him. And then that's when she says, firstly, Adam's text was not wrong. And then she talks about her abusive Uh ex-boyfriend. So I'm assuming Mm -hmm. that's the trauma. Yeah. What disappointed and continues to disappoint me about Adam is how he responded. And that's where she goes into the whole conversation about like, um, oh, now we didn't hear this part of it. Celebrities have layers of people around them to protect them from ill-intending people who want to use them for their fame. But no one prepares them 
those close to them to be as prepared themselves. I don't know. What that means. I think I I th- I oddly think I understand what she's saying, which is there's a there's a a lot of people to insulate the celebrity from be, feeling or being used, but there's nobody there to protect the person who a celebrity will use their celebrity to use. And she talks about all the things that she lost as a result of what happened. And I'm assuming it's mostly because of the violent ex-boyfriend that she had. Yeah. She talks about how she loses her yoga practice. She lost her home. She found that her ex was a true sociopath. She was well, I'm not going to use those words, but uh, yeah, so she goes I feel on. Like she lost a lot and maybe gained a lot in that process. But in this moment, you know, uh, made a choice to join the voices of people who are sharing their own Adam Levine stories and then realized, I mean, honestly, you realize the reason why people walk stuff back, probably. Yeah, people, the Internet will come for you. Um, there's other people exposing texts or DMs that he sent. And I don't know if these are true or verified. This is just what T or uh, TMZ. This is what the Internet is reporting, like screen caps of him mm-hmm. saying things that are, you know, like we've seen all along. So I'm just saying the waterfall continue to fall. Yes, that's all I'm saying. I'm not I, passing any judgment. No, and here's my feeling about, like, honestly, I, I turn back then in this moment to Adam Levine, and I say to myself, that is some brazen behavior to be using your actual verified Instagram account to contact people. There is a trail. Like, there are receipts. Well, in a way what, that, like, that's even, even, even Army Hammer didn't do that. Yeah, I, well, he did, though, didn't he? He did, but then he did eventually, like, move, he has a Finsta that oh. he would use to contact people. What I would also say is, like, um, that seems totally predictable to me because it's always people, like, remember Anthony Wandering Wiener, who, mm-hmm. like, was just so brazen in the things that he did, and you're like, why would anybody who's elected to office and knows that people are trying to find things on him? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the thrill. Also, have you met, like, former president? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who do things. What? I'm doing. I did not. Oh, have, have sexual, sexual relations, relations with, with that, that woman. woman. I was like, why? I, why I'm not going to tell did? the audience. I was just doing the hand yeah. motion that he there did was a when finger, he said it. And I was like, I don't know where that <laughs> finger went, but. Um, not going to. Different. Not going to. Um, Chopping it. Okay. So anyway, the moral of the story is. I think that for a certain kind of person, mostly men, the thrill mm-hmm. of getting caught probably is part of the whole experience. Is part of that, yeah. right? Like because he's Adam Levine, or he's like, yeah, he's leaning into his celebrity, but yeah. like using his verified the, account. The other lesson here is, oh, and then we got you've got a d bag, but uh, just to to put a final point on it, the other lesson here is. Like if you put out a an apology, non apology, mm-hmm. people aren't going to put up with that anymore. It used no. to be that you could get away with that, but social media is is not going to be kind because hypocrisy. That's what the internet loves to call out is oh. hypocrisy. Oh, and trust they are calling out hypocrisy, yeah. especially on Adam Levine. I've seen no fewer than uh, at least three or four headlines referring to things that he said in a different interview. For example, he actually said in an interview once that he doesn't believe in monogamy, that people aren't made to be monogamous. That's also famously something that was said by um, Scarlett Johansson. 
But when, when, you know, what is it? How does it go? Like the, what comes back to roost? Like when stuff starts to happen, people are going to go back to those interviews and they're going to spit those back out to be like, look at who we're dealing with. It's just better. And also crisis management 101, just own it all up front, put it all on the table, apologize for it. And, you know, then people that you're not going to have this, you know, drip, drip of fallaciousness that continues to come out. I guarantee we're going to show up for the show tomorrow with more of these stories. Oh, no, this is far from over. Far from over. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you are correct. I do have a D-bag. In fact, I have a D-bag double down. Okay. Uh, So uh, scores of D-baggery coming after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have an abundance. And we are filled with gratitude for this abundance. Of D-Bags. It's a D-Bag Double Down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. (laughs) Who's getting doubled down? Julia Fox. Okay. Mm. So, um... gems. Yes. So she's apparently on the cover of High Snobiety magazine. Snobiety? What? Snobiety. What is that? It's apparently an online magazine. It's called High Snobiety. Like High Snobiety. Oh, like snobbery. Like snobbery. Yeah. Uh, com. Uh, anyway, she's their cover. She's on the she's on the cover issue, the fall 2022 cover issue. Or she's on the cover of the 20 fall 22 issue. Anyway, she has some stuff to tell us. And the first thing is what makes her a D-bag, but then deeper, deeper in the story. There is a moment where you will see that she is part of Team Cobra. So the thing that makes her uh, my D-bag double down today is she, she's she been talking actually a lot about what went on in her relationship with Kanye West. Okay. But one of the things that she emerged with during that relationship was this weird eye makeup situation that she calls the fox eye. Yeah, she says she created that. Well, it's funny because... She actually does give credit to a makeup artist in this story. Um, she says that that fox eye, that winged look that she debuted at Paris Fashion Week with Kanye West last January, um, she said that that was part of her vision combined with the master makeup artist, Pat McGrath. Um, and the reason for it is the thing. Oh, She says it, she was just really busy. When she was dating Kanye West. Mm, So busy. So busy that she just was running around a lot and not eating so much. And so she lost 15 pounds. Yeah. Which means she also lost her butt. And she lost her butt? Or like, you know what I mean? The curve. Oh my God, where did it go? Her her female lady curves. She felt like she lost them and she needed to draw people's eye elsewhere. <laughs> so because she couldn't capture the attention with her booty any longer. She was like, look at my eyes. So she they decided to... Di- to a magic marker and went to town. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So like, audible eye roll to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. But then I read on and I'm like, okay, tell me more. Tell me more, Julia Fox. And she says the following, and this is what makes her a bona fide member of Team Cobra. And maybe we could get her a tin foil hat to go with that eye makeup. We're going from 
Eye rolls to adoration. Okay. She says this. She says, uh, Kanye West was the first person that I ever saw call the paparazzi or stage situations. I would have never done that. Self-promotion, shameless. Don't be ashamed to call the paparazzi. When I would hear about celebrities doing that, I used to be snobby about that. What losers. But now I'm like, no, that's how it works. It's not the most flattering thing to admit, but it's the bleeping truth, and they all do it. So, again, we've been telling you this, but she not only calls out that she does it, so she's being real upfront with it, and we've seen her do that before, but she's also calling out how Kanye West does it, Yeah, which that's not something anybody's ever called out specifically before. Uh, she says, I can go get a photo taken. It'll get reblogged a bunch of times. And then this designer is going to get put on and I'm going to look bleeping amazing in this bleeping outfit and I'll wear their stuff and I'll get their first write up in Vogue or something. It's a win win. Stuff like that gives me fuel because it's like I can do good with this. Um, what I love yeah. is that she seems to think she discovered this and like for right. her, she discovered it. Right. But like, hi, have you been listening to us for the last 10 years? Cause I imagine she was, well, probably just out of college, um, <laughs> or whatever, like when we went on the air. So like, she's just figuring it out. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Julia. But I want to give her a high five for calling out Kanye West's calling the paparazzi. Yeah, absolutely. Because all those things that, you know, were getting spread about, like it was the two of them just casually walking. He would never admit that he called the paparazzi. But, you know, if he's doing it like. Well, yeah, exactly. When he's on TMZ or when TMZ has something to say about him. It's so obvious. Mm hmm. So thank you for confirming what we knew. Yeah, so welcome to Team, Team Cobra, Julia Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bring your lack of booty and uh, your fox eyes here, and we will embrace <laughs> you. dramatic fox eye. Uh, do you want to hear about another D-bag? But of course. All right. Uh, I will that bag? call Farrah Abraham a D-bag Oh, today. we haven't heard from Farrah Abraham. What's going on with her lately? Okay, so, you know, she's on the socials, and uh, she social media about an actress. Uh, not an actress, sorry. A musician by the name of Lana Del Rey. Okay. Now... She posted a picture of Lana Del Rey on her Instagram wearing pigtails. She's got long hair. She's wearing jeans and a crop shirt. But Lana Del Rey maybe looks a little bit different than we're used to seeing her or we've seen her recently. Okay. Um, I will just say she looks like she maybe has put on some weight, which okay. is a thing that bodies do. And Farrah Abraham posted a picture of her and said, is this real? To her followers. Oh, God. And her honey, followers, honey. thank goodness, because ah. social media self-corrects. Yeah. They came for Farah. I hope they said, uh, physician heal thyself in terms um, of, is this real? Meaning yeah, like, all of the things that you have artificially put into your body. Right. Uh, no, she. They, they didn't actually call her out, which, I mean, that's fine. Um, but they just, they all came to Lana Del Rey's defense and just said like, this happens. It's nobody gets excited about it, but this is life and she's a great singer and, you know, basically be quiet, Farrah. Yeah, we don't body shame, honey. Yeah, but Farrah, I think does because it gets her. Farrah also throws sex toys at her child's head. Oh, 
That's true. That actually happened. Well, do you know about this, too? This is the other thing she's getting called out for. She has... I, I don't understand this because I don't understand this, but, like, you can have, like, super subscribers or, like, there's something you can do on Instagram where you oh, can... Oh, yeah. You can charge people for the privilege of posting content. So she's she does that, which I totally fully get. But she has also signed off on Sophia doing that. Ew. And Sophia's not, is like 13. Yeah, and, and you just know there's creepers. Yeah, and she lets people, she lets them, de- she lets nope. Sophia DM nope. with these no. people. No. Yeah, and she doesn't uh. see anything wrong with this at all. And I just, I'm very worried about Sophia. Yeah, we have been for about 13 years. Mm-hmm. I'm also, frankly, worried about the other what was a stable force in Sophia's life which was her grandmother Deborah oh, no. her mother her grandmother's long since it's, left it's over now uh, on Fair Abraham's Instagram stories right now she says me to any guy who wants to date my daughter uh, a bumper sticker that has the grim reaper with a gun that says bleep around and find out so clearly okay. she's sending well, all these mixed messages you, okay. you wouldn't get that response honey if you didn't put your child on social media uh. Yeah. And not only just on social media, but like running her own yeah. paid account yeah. situation. Oh, she's now a JD Law, you guys. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. She's trying to be a lawyer just like Kim Kardashian. Oh, sure. Good call. What JD Law? JD is the degree, like a oh, law yes. degree. But it's all caps, is what she said. Juris doctorate, probably. Yeah, I haven't stopped by Fair Abraham's social media presence in quite some time. Uh, What are you learning in your rudimentary... uh... She's also a stand-up comedian. She's also a health advocate. She's also the OG GOAT, greatest of all time, probably referring to her teen mom status. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You don't think she's an actual goat, is what I think I hear you saying. Well, I don't know. She (laughs) might think that of herself, which by all means. Probably depends on what people are asking. Uh, I will say that her mom also believes she's a comedian. So obviously that's in the family. Musician and a singer and a performing artist and a rapper. Yeah, she does it all. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show... It is time once again for us to head to court. Pizza's court, that is. Pizza's court. What's on the docket today? We'll find out after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.